Hello, and welcome to this Innovation Forum podcast with me, Savannah Razak. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Mohammed Afran, a factory manager at Mida Safety based in Pakistan. Today, we're going to be talking about Mohammed's work experiences in the textile industry as part of Innovation Forum's efforts to highlight the key perspectives, challenges, and realities of factory workers on the ground. To kick us off, can you briefly outline what Mida Safety does and describe your role at the company? Mida Safety is basically in uh, an industry which is called a PP business. Uh, their sole form is personal protective equipment. And uh, it's, it starts from everything, what a human need for safety, mainly during the work and in the real life as well. Just like gloves, clothing, helmets, shoes. You can take it to eye protection, ear protection, and to any of kind of the production. That is the business we are doing. But yes, in, as part of manufacturing, we are doing gloves and clothing both. Thinking about the workforce that is at Mita Safety, what have you done in the last few years to improve the working conditions and livelihoods of your workforce? And is this comparable to what brands are asking you to do? Basically, we have got two divisions as part of manufacturing. One is called gloves division, which is very old, doing business since last 35 years. And the other one is clothing, which is 20 years younger in age than the other business class business. That is both mature. I am part of the clothing at Midas Safety. And it has got nine manufacturing sites, out of which uh, three pertains to clothing business and rest uh, with the glove business. And we are present not only in Pakistan, we are also present in Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, as part of our manufacturing sites and distribution across the world in Europe and North America. We have got three sites of clothing based in Karachi, but we also operate in the northern region, uh, the other province, that is Punjab. So this is our broader horizon. So we need to be used to of the multiple labor-related requirements as compared to the law. Let's say I'm here in the province of Sin, so we have to abide by the federal law as well as province of Sin law. And the other parts have to abide by the Punjab laws. So basically we have got in our unit capacity of 1500 workforce to accommodate, but we are currently working with around 900 to 950 of the workforce comprised of both male and female, but female part is a uh, female chunk is more than the male, around more than 55%. We are keeping balance in uh, that context. Basically, this is this is the business which suits for both male and female in terms of working in the factory. So this is a good part of that. We have got diverse workforce and we have got diverse challenges as well. Part of male workforce, as part of female workforce, etc. We have got certain legal complications, legal compliances, different male and female let's say working hours so what we are doing yes you have asked a lot of questions so uh, let me brief you one by one one the first part is that probably you asked that what we have done to improve the working condition and livelihood for the workforce what we are doing is over the period we are learning from the other organization from the customer representatives from the let's say global partners about how to engage workers basically, how to take care of them because they are a bit drived kind of the a part of the society. So you need to be very, very careful. And they are, in our industry, they are large in numbers for interruption. So what we did in the past, we collaborated with the UNDP program, uh, with the ILO program that they launched for apparel industry externally. We also seeking help for, let's say, some consultants like an organization called We. They train our supervisors and managers to have better engagement with the workforce. 
we are promoting safety culture and awareness rights and responsibilities both but the greater part is the rights of the worker because it is generally considered that workers are oppressed by their managers but we have got a, a compliance system in our factory we promote safety culture worker cannot be given a job without ensuring the proper safety of the job we are part of gri the global initiative for sustainability where we are bound for the gender diversification we are bound to have certain percentage of females because generally females are considered to be bit of a deprived in, in in the industry so but i told you initially that we are having more female than the male workforce it is in the balance in this factory across clothing we have got more females across the factories in our division we must be having around 70% of the female but yes in this factory we have got better mix of both genders we always comply for the wage not only for the minimum but we give grades this wage chapter or compensation chapter is bit a detailed kind of chapter because no one is generally satisfied with whatever he or she is getting in terms of the work they are doing including myself but what we have done is we have got certain grades in the workers around 8 to 9 grades six in the machine operators and other in the checkers and others uh, other workings we are giving the unskilled workforce the minimum salary for government but we are giving higher salary to the trained workforce or whom they are doing some skilled jobs this is what we are doing as wage compliance we are giving them group life insurance health insurance we have internally launched a program like seekho sikhao seekho sikhao is an urdu word for learning basically make them learn we told we let them know our industrial relations laws kind of things labor laws the health and safety coc rules and regulations so they they are a better for they know their rights and responsibilities what but more importantly the right we daily have 15 minutes meeting we basically our production our floor model is for worker is in sequence of the production so with the different production lines our supervisors and production managers meet 10 to 15 minutes daily with the workers they discuss interactively about the things they are expected and if worker are having certain issues they can discuss with the manager so these kind of things we are doing in our factory and i'm sure it is not an exhaustive list there must be something else and it can improve further because there is no limit of improvement thinking about the further support is there anything that comes to mind specifically that would be beneficial from other stakeholders such as clients or your brands or government and policy that could further support you to improve the well-being of workers when we talk of uh, brands uh, now it is it has got better but covid and before some security issues customer used to visit a bit lesser and they were involving their third party auditors but now the situation is getting better but still i think my point of view is that there is a margin of improvement in everything and you focus one thing and it it start getting improved and improved you move you get more focus it gets more improved so there is there can a lot be done what i feel is that brand can support us in terms of incentivizing things if we are if we are doing better in terms of compliances working conditions and other let's say labor related issues they should pay us better they should incentivize so units can be let's say encouraged as well and they can get financial support as well and uh, with a good intent of brands and rather than involving their third party local auditor or they should involve their brand representative who might be having more let's say ownership than the any third party hired auditor
I heard a few of the brands, not heard in the textile industry, but in other industries that brand raise funds, they launch certain programs where they pay gifts, uh, incentivize workers on their certain achievements, etc., etc. So, so it's become a culture to, let's say, from their part, because they're not at the side, but they can help us like this. But they do regular audits. They take signed declaration from us for compliances, working conditions, and a lot of things, including material. We cannot be having any kind of material. We need to show them uh, the certification of material as well, which can be harmful for, let's say, any human being. These kind of things they are currently doing, admiring our initiatives uh, on sustainability, holding us accountable, at least the representative work, third-party work. So we have to be very conscious about it. And it gets us reminded as well that we have to be on track every time. So this this is the current happenings as part of brand's involvement, but they can do a bit better, I think, to support this. Your point on learning from other industries is really important, taking lessons learned and ways to improve. Thinking about current legislation and policies in Pakistan to safeguard workers and their well-being and safety in the workplace, in the textiles industry specifically, do you have any thoughts on that? I would answer this question in two parts. One is direct and one is indirect. Direct means their compensation, their working condition compliance, and indirect uh, would be the other support with what government is doing. Government is doing effort, especially for textile and garments. We cannot say. You can question their effectiveness of audits and lawfulness, which is always a question, especially in developing countries. But there are good laws, which if someone follows, are beneficial for the there is always a debate on living wage and a minimum wage. So what we do, as I already told, that we try to give better wages than minimum wage to the skilled workforce. And who are learning, we pay them the minimum wage. But still, it remains a question, a big question that is it a living wage? So the inflation is around the globe. Yes, it is a very difficult question that it is, it is living or not. But yes, they ensure every year they increase the wage with a healthy percentage, 15 to 20 percent, that, that's what government is doing and ensuring that units do this. You you can understand current circumstances of Pakistan are a bit challenging as part of a country financing, uh, financial condition. They have hold certain uh, packages which, which they are earlier doing, but for the years, they have been supporting industries with the low energy tariff support packages whether it is in natural gas supply or in the electricity, they were having better, giving better tariff to, especially to few industries in which our industry also falls. They were giving R&D and export enhanced rebates as well, 6% of the export. They've currently hold it, but they were giving it to performing units. So that also increased units focus and interest towards their business as well as definitely business means businesses with the workers who are working in the business. A lot of good rules, maternity, paternity leave, they've recently increased further 30 leaves in maternity, which definitely the compliant unit will comply. And yes, they do regular <laughs> audit as well as part of civil defense and their industrial relations laws and legal compliances. Uh, yeah, but you can question the effectiveness, but this is what current legislation and the current government setup is doing. On documentation, things are good. In implementation, also those are not very bad. But yes, margin of improvement remains always. So it can be improved further, definitely. Yeah, that's a key takeaway that there's always room for improvement. So thank you so much, Mohammed, for sharing your insights today and your key perspective as well. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. Thanks for the time.